Hello and welcome back to the Swallow Your Whistle podcast. This is episode three of the worst informed uh, sports podcast on the entirety of the internet, probably. We, we made it to episode three. Incredible. This is a level of dedication that I wish I had in, in my... Uh, in anything that I do. <laughs> in my pedestrian life rather than my uh, professional <laughs> podcasting one. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. Professional, huh? Professional. Yep. Just yeah. wait until we get that MeUndies sponsorship. Oh, man. We're coming for you, Big Cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good joke. The only thing coming for Big Cat is his bookie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. Good thing, right. good thing I don't have a bookie. Yeah. Yet. Yet. All right. Uh, what do you want to start with this week? Uh, let's, go Since... NFL, let's go NFL Week 9. Let's... NFL Week no. 9. Week 9. Week 9. The Patriots... Um, are dealing with an incredible amount of hardship right now. I just they lost my the game. heart goes out to the people in the Massachusetts area and all over the nation who find themselves rooting for the most winningest team of the last twenty years. Yeah, probably they actually have to. They actually have to like deal it's, with. Uh, it. It's a lot of mean... adversity you guys are going through. Yeah, really, um, real lot of adversity, huh? I think uh, I think you guys have it in you to overcome it when you. Like, stomp a mud hole in and, whoever you're playing this and, week. And then finally it's play a real team. Probably man. the Dolphins or the Jets. Yeah, this is what happens when the Patriots play a real team. They I actually think, have to struggle a I bit. really, I hope you guys can bounce back from this loss with... I, I don't know who they're playing this week, but... I mean, probably some... <laughs> I mean, if it's anyone in their division, it's definitely going to be a bounce back win. Yeah, so. I mean, they might be on a bye, who knows. Uh, let's see. Don't have yep, any Patriots on, on my fantasy they're, team, uh, they're, so. they're on a bye. Oh, they're on a bye? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, their fans have to deal with them be going into a bye week with a loss. How will they ever ever survive? How are they going to recover? I don't know. But Lamar Jackson, once again, balls out. Um, you love to see it. I personally had no faith in him. I will admit that from last week. thought the Patriots were going to make a, a joke out of another young quarterback. But uh, Lamar said no. Well, this is... I mean, again, this is what happens when... Patriots have to play someone that isn't in their division. They actually have to play a football game instead of basically playing against little children. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the other thing about it is the quarterbacks that they've been making look like peewee football players are all don't young. have the escapability and speed of Lamar no. Jackson. I mean, no one. If you does. bring a zero blitz, he's going to exploit the lack of high safeties by running up the middle of the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's get into the uh, week nine recap. Uh, first, we got the uh, Niners and Cardinals. That was uh, Niners Cardinals. It was a surprisingly close game. So it it really was. I mean, the Niners. I mean, you know, I like we said last week. I wasn't really completely sold on them. To be honest, I think they played a cupcake schedule. I mean, this isn't gonna disprove that at all. Then, <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna disprove it. But I mean, a rookie quarterback with a very lackluster defense managed to keep it a one score game i mean yeah i guess that's fair but it seems to me like kyler murray's been improving i mean just over the course of the you season know, i mean like a lot of rookie coaches and rookie quarterbacks they kind of improve as the weeks go on well yeah unless you're, well, baker, now the unless question you're, unless you're is, baker mayfield but. yeah the question is like is he gonna like hit that plateau kind of I mean, that I think, a lot of people do once you get the scouting on them. I mean, that, I think everyone does. I, yeah. I mean, you, you, it's, you know, everyone does it. You just, they... Now, is it is it going to plateau or is it going to dip? Um, I mean, I think like a lot of rookie, rookie and second-year quarterbacks, it dips 
a slight amount, like for a couple of weeks, but then you know it kind of evens out because you adjust. Like yeah, most okay. quarterbacks would. You know, or unless most you're, unless you're competent Baker. coaches. Mm, yeah, competent coaching. Where is that not held? Uh, Freddie Kitchen. Are we, are we gonna save the uh, Browns Broncos game for the last one, or do you want to just talk about it now? Uh we can just kind of go through. Um, okay. In order, but I mean, I, you know, you know, it was a good showing by the Cardinals, but again, you know, Nine's got a win, so good for them. Uh, Jimmy G looks pretty solid, although I'm still not. Eh. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the, kind of the same thing that's gone on with the Patriots. They haven't faced much primo competition. Yeah. That said, there's something to be said for winning the games you're supposed to win. Exactly. You know, th- they won the game they were supposed to win. I mean, they can only play who's on their schedule. So yeah, you know, exactly. They won. Can't blame them for that one. They're beating who they're supposed to yeah. be. Uh, next Tough up, to we, got, we got Texans Jaguars. Texans Jaguars was in London. This was an early game. I slept through it. I uh, I woke up to CMC posting like twenty three fantasy points or whatever. I, Pretty I mean, sweet. I, I woke up. I woke up to seeing that. My oh wait, no, this is the Texans game. Yes, I'm so Panthers. stupid. Woke up to Deshaun Watson posting there 18 points. There well, we go. I woke up to seeing you know a few extra dollars in my uh, Bovada account. So although was... truth be told, I think the Panthers had an early game as well. Or like, I think so. First time slot. So I woke up to that too. It wasn't a lie. I was just thinking of the wrong, Oops. the wrong stat I checked that morning. Yeah, unfortunately, it looks like Minshew mania has kind of ended. Uh, Nick Nick Foles is coming back next week. I mean, which you know, Garner Minshew's. We all kind of thought of him as kind of a backup quarterback. He wasn't really ever going to be... I mean, he could be a starter, but he has to improve a lot. Yeah, um, there's potential there. I think part of it was that he was a relative unknown. So it's right. the same thing Again. we were just talking about, where with the no scouting, he's... Right. Seems like he's on the rise, but as right. soon as people get a look at him, it kind of peters off Oh, a bit. he doesn't have great accuracy. Well, we're just going to play... You know, we're just going to make him pass and... Well, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, so I mean, again, good win for the Texans. They did what they had Is to that do. The uh, vaunted uh, Matt Nagy play calling. <laughs> Ooh, Matt Nagy. Okay. Oh boy. Well, let's keep moving. Uh, the Redskins and the Bills. The Redskins are still awful. They're a the water wet. Redskins. I, I mean, awful. I mean, the Bills. Bills again got a good win. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has been led to the uh, uh, he's in the, the guillotine for like the second week. Yeah, I I think Dwayne Haskins could be a good quarterback, but good God, he, not without support. N- well, as with most quarterbacks, he needs support, and I don't think he's going to get that in Washington. <laughs> His career is going to die in Washington, which what else is new? Yeah. How many promising quarterbacks has Washington gone through? <laughs> Well, let's see. Our RG three, I guess case. I mean, they had case game for a little while. Kinda. I mean, yeah. I and oh yeah. Then, then there's you know years ago they even broke Joe Theismann. So broke that, Joe Theismann quite literally, if I recall. Yeah, very literally. Uh, Alex Smith. Ugh. It's very similarly. RG three bro- was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Redskins. If you're if you get drafted by the Redskins, just I'm sorry. Yeah. Take your paychecks while you can, I guess. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. They're they have a win this year? I don't think they do. I don't think so. They they do have a win. I think they probably beat the Dolphins. Okay. So this rolls into my favorite theory. 
of relative loss. So, if the Redskins beat the Dolphins, mm, right? Oh, boy. That means they are not the worst team in the league. Correct. Now, the Dolphins mm-hmm. beat the Jets. Correct. And therefore are not the worst team in the league. Right. But the Jets beat the Cowboys. True. So, the Cowboys by the, are the properties worst team in the of league. relative loss, the Cowboys could be the worst team in the league. I agree with you. Hopefully they go 8-8 eight and, eight and lose in the wild card, and Jason Get- Garrett keeps his job. Perfect. <laughs> that would Excellent. be the storybook for that part. I mean, that would be... That would kind of go along with how his entire career has gone. Yeah, so. I mean, if... who I mean, who comes in to replace Jason Garrett if he gets fired? I don't know. I Where mean, does Jason Garrett go? Cleveland, maybe? Yeah. If Cleveland could go 8-8, eight and eight, it would be a miracle. So... I'm going to be real with you. That's not happening. No. 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 So, let's get into uh, Dolphins and Jets. The I Dolphins won a game. I will be the first to admit I was way too harsh to the Dolphins last week. Actually, no. I don't think I was too harsh to the Dolphins. I think they're still bad. Yes. Uh, but everything horrible I said about the Dolphins last week, you can transfer to the Jets. I think that Adam... Gase either needs to get his stuff together or get get to the employment line. Hey, Sam. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Joke that was funny two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm, I really hope that all the teams don't. This was something that I brought up yeah, earlier. I, I think that anytime the Jets are playing an away game, the Ghostbusters theme is what's going to be sounding through the arena when the Jets run out. Listen, it was funny the first time. Please stop. I don't. Yeah. I. You know... I, Again, didn't watch this game, didn't want to, had no desire to watch bad football, why, I assume. Why would you watch Jets and Dolphins? Exactly. Um, but Fitzpatrick apparently had a great game. He went off. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, he, he he does it a couple times a year. He sometimes just goes off. He, has a, no he does it a couple of times a year against people that are theoretically capable of being beaten. Yeah, which, I mean, it's the which, Jets. I mean, the Jets I mean, were very much theoretically capable of being beaten, being that, like the Redskins, they are now 1-7, right? Uh, the Jets are 1-7 with their only win being against the Cowboys. And the Dolphins are 1-7 and, and the Redskins are 1-7. This is, this is truly going to be one hell of a race to the number one pick. <sighs> It, I can't wait for it. It probably will be better than the playoffs. Yeah. The only interesting thing to me is who's going to get taken number one if it's these three teams? Well, I mean, if you're looking at the Redskins, I would assume they wouldn't take a quarterback because they have Haskins. You would hope that they would have faith in Dwayne Haskins, yeah. but people now, might I'm... just be like, oh, Tua, he's yeah, right. really good. I mean, He'll revitalize it with no outside help whatsoever. I mean, if I'm the Jets... Are you giving up on Sam Darnold that early? Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's he was a top five pick a couple years ago, and you're arguing to just draft Tua. I mean, I, yeah, okay, that's fair. That's probably I, not happening. I think only the Dolphins with the first pick maybe take Tua. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think the Jets would do it. I just don't think it's a good because I, I still. Oh, think, you know that's fair. I still think Darnold's a good quarterback. I just I think, I think that, he's competent. I just don't think. I I think he hasn't been put in a position to succeed. Hmm. And welcome to being a high draft pick. Yeah, rare is the quarterback that can actually like kind of chisel that out for themselves. Yeah, incredibly rare, even. So yeah, I'm so. not surprised he's struggling. I mean, Baker, I feel is kind of the same way. 
I mean, Baker has the worst coach in the NFL. So <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think that what's happening. I mean, sure, some of the interceptions are Baker's fault, but the coaching he's getting is just so bad. The play calling is horrific. I mean, I what do you want the guy to do? I mean, he's not. Baker isn't a Mahomes, Rogers, Brady type talent. He's a good quarterback, but, but you have to help him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not only, not only is he not like that Hall of Fame talent. He's a second-year quarterback, and like we talked about, teams now have fill on him and know how to beat him. Yeah. That's where your coaching usually comes in and helps you. Yeah, typically. Typically, typically but in All the right. case of Baker, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Next up let's, is... Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the uh, Eagles and the Bears. Uh, obviously, Mitch Trubisky had a record-breaking quarter where he <laughs> threw for 23 yards, I think it I was. I believe he had 35 passing yards at the half. Oh, uh, oh! Again, this was not a game I watched. I didn't really have a lot of interest in it, and I was busy doing more fun things at the time. Mm. I think this game was only fun if you were an Eagles fan, and if you were me, because or you hated the Bears. Yeah, the okay, Bears. that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't. Is there anything you want to say about this game other I feel, than I continuing feel s- to pound the Mitch Trubisky sucks drum? I feel so bad for that Bears defense, man. They they, they continue to pull out good performances, and Trubisky just shits on them and says, "No, fuck you. I'm going to uh, throw an interception now and go three and out." Uh, so that's uh, that, you know, that's. Uh, we're going to talk about that one. Uh, your Raiders, they got a win. They did. They did. They, they beat a uh, decent opponent, I feel. I feel like the Lions are a middle-of-the-pack team for the most part. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're not a bad team. I mean, they're... Uh, they gave me a little bit of a heart attack uh, towards the tail end there, but uh, trust in the defense, I guess. And then Matt Stafford does what Matt Stafford does when it actually matters. He I mean, convert. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess in that sense... Is a is a good win. Our, I feel like our defense is kind of folding a little bit. Obviously, I think Arden Key went down on IR. Uh, you know, fresh off kicking Deshaun Watson in the eye, <laughs> the inadvertent karma has come back to bite him. I guess. Yeah, well, I don't. And then and then uh, Daryl Worley with that one handed OBJ type interception in the end zone. That was. Uh... That, that mm. you love to see it. You do. That was that was definitely one of the top plays of the week. That was you just, love to see it. You know they beat they beat the Lions. So again, that was that was beautiful. You love to and see it. Kind of going into that, uh, boy, the Packers had a ridiculously good opportunity to take advantage of every other NFC t- North team losing. Yeah, what happened with that? I, Joey Bosa happens. What happened with that one? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was bad. I mean, I just. Apparently, according to, according to Aaron, the uh, I guess the Packers might have had too much fun in L.A. the previous <laughs> night. He uh, he said that the preparation wasn't good, and they got. Which, uh, how do you have fun in L.A.? I mean, it's a shithole of a city, but I I mean, if you're rich, you uh, I mean, there's plenty of clubs. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I don't. I, I, I mean, neither rich nor from L.A. So I have to ask you because you're at least one of those things. <laughs> yeah, from L.A. Unfortunately, I'm looking to change that as soon as possible. Ouch. Um, yeah, I, anyway, we're, we're not going to make this a shit on the Los Angeles podcast, but it's a shithole. Until we talk it. about the Lakers. <laughs> well, they're, I mean, they have the best record on the NBA currently, but that's for another story. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll get to that. But yeah, no, I think that 
I mean, Aaron didn't exactly say what happened the previous night, but he just said they were unprepared. And it, Is it possibly because he's a good teammate and doesn't want to throw his boys under the bus? Maybe. I mean, I think that... Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I think he's a good teammate, but I think I, I also think that he just... I think what happened was the Packers were 7-1 seven, seven coming in with their head you know, with the, on their high horse thinking, oh, it's the Chargers, we're fine. Which, to be fair, I feel like is... Uh, Which, I mean, the state... It makes sense as a mindset, you know, but it's not one I think you can have as a professional. Everyone was, you know, everyone was picking the Packers mm-hmm. to win. Everyone was laughing at the Chargers saying, ha, 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 look at 75% Packers fans in the, you know, in the soccer field they play on, which pretty funny. And then they're going to get their asses whooped. I mean... Yeah... Yeah, I mean it was bad. I mean their offense was horrific. The defense again was, I mean, you couldn't really ask the defense to do much more than they did. I mean they they, you know, they were bending but not breaking. They were holding, you know, the Chargers to field goals, and then they just they couldn't do anything. And you know they have a tough game this week against the Panthers, which I think that I think they'll come back and win. I I do. I think that they're. I think this is kind of like their first, the first adversity they've faced this season, where they just they got punched in the mouth. Um, but I think I think they'll come back. I wouldn't strong. say it's their first adversity, but it's definitely their harshest. I mean, I think that having Rodgers losing his best target and Devontae Adams is probably tough, but that didn't seem to slow them down no. too much, considering they pimp slapped the Raiders. <laughs> what, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know that. That happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what was next? Tampa Bay Seattle happened. <laughs> Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston played like the quarterback he was supposed to be. Jameis Winston is one of the more more entertaining players in the NFL. You never know what the hell you're gonna get with him. Yeah. It's either Apple turnovers, Jameis Winston, where all he's doing is throwing interceptions, or he plays like a professional quarterback. <laughs> Like like a mid to high tier professional quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that Jameis Winston is necessarily bad. I think he's just like we've seen in his off the field, he makes <sighs> terrible mistakes. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's see, Uber driver, crab legs. Uh, is it ring a bell? No, no, oh, okay, well, no, <laughs> none whatsoever. Oops. Well, you know. I- so Seahawks squeeze out a win in a game that I feel like, eh, eh. Honestly, I could have been better. Yeah, I mean, but, DK Metcalf, uh, he's looking pretty solid. Yeah, uh, who knew freak athletes tend to hmm, perform well? No way. Mm. Who who would have thought? All right. Uh, looks like next on our list here is Browns Broncos. So let's talk about the Browns. Uh. Let's um, you know quick uh, quick props to Noah Fant though huge play good job dude huge. super cool big highlight ridiculous um, but uh, you know can... and uh, thank you uh, Broncos for crapping on the Browns so that we now have a new whipping boy yes but you know, well it's for, the same uh, as the old whipping boy first but of it's all, re- first of all I wanna, I wanna <laughs> they, they've handed that, us a fresh whip yeah I, I want to say you know fresh crop obviously congrats to the Broncos but. The Browns, this is with their season, and they completely shit the bed. And it was, you know, I like the Browns. I I love Baker. I think he's, you know, I think he's great for the sport. I think that him shit-talking Colin Cowherd and, is amazing. But good God, man. They, they picked probably the worst possible coach to hire. Yeah, that that's... I mean, well, again, I don't really think this is Freddie Kitchen's fault. I think he's just... I think he was unprepared. Right. 
No, I'm not blaming Freddie Which Kitchen, is just... like, take the job. It comes with a huge pay raise. If you suck, you've still made the money. Like, well, I mean, I'm not blaming Freddie. I'm just saying, no. yeah, like you said. He it was, was a bad decision. It was a horrible decision, which, I mean, what's Freddie going to say? Say, no, I'm not ready? Yeah. I mean, no, he's going to take the job, take the Anybody money. Anybody with any... If you're not saying... If you don't have the tenacity to say, yeah, I'm ready for a step up at any point... Right. Okay, maybe you're a little bit more, like, self-aware, but... <laughs> I don't know that you're necessarily cut out for a career in, in the NFL coaching, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're saying no, I I don't think I'm ready for. That. I don't want I don't want a probably a hundred times pay raise. Yeah, I, I don't mean, I don't I don't think I'm ready to step up. But no. I mean, you got to be ready to take some challenge. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's not ready. Uh, I think the Browns at this point in the season last year had a better record. They under did Hugh, yeah. under Hugh Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Browns had a better record last year under Hugh Jackson. We thought that Hugh Jackson was the worst coach we've seen. Uh, we were wrong. Yeah, yeah, and that's unfortunate because I thought that, you know, I I remember hearing Brown Super Bowl, and I never bought it. I didn't either. And I I thought they I thought they would be a mid pack team, but it turns out they're not even that. So. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least they'll at least they'll probably draft get another skill position in their uh, in their draft, and then not protect Baker Mayfield. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I'm not super familiar with what's coming out of this uh, draft class in terms of linemen, but the Browns should really consider taking one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and, along uh, along the lines of the Browns, we gotta kind of touch up touch on the uh, Jermaine Whitehead. Uh, Saga. Oh, yeah. So, if you guys don't know who Jermaine Whitehead is, he's a. Uh, uh, I sure didn't. <laughs> well, he's a former player um, from of the Browns. Former as of this week. As correct? of this week, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, he. Um, well, let's just say that he didn't take too kindly to people talking about him on Twitter. And had the worst possible reaction to it. So I will I will read these. Oh boy! So are we gonna get a dramatic reading of a tweet? Yes. So Dustin Fox, who's I guess a Browns reporter, said Jermaine Whitehead's t- effort tackling today is a joke. He replied, "Come get it in, bitch blood, made made ass little boy. I'm a, I'm out there with a broken hand. Don't get smoked, fuck cracker ass or fuck ass cracker. Sorry." Uh, then a tweet, a uh, account called Does Jermaine Whitehead Still Suck? He said, At Jermaine Whitehead, yup. He responded, I'ma kill you, bitch. That's on blood. Then, uh. Can I just say that hearing you read this in the most white suburban voice is, like, it's... incredibly entertaining? Yes, to yes. Me. So he said, uh, Only if you stood 10 feet from me when you tweet this BS, respond to a guy saying, Basically, come fight me. And then this guy says, "Give me a time and place. You suck." And then he gives, and then he gives the address to the Browns practice facility. Yeah. And says, "Any fucking day of the week, cracker." Bad look. The level of liability that would happen if either of these dudes yeah. actually followed through with that. And, and, and that this, would make the Browns. Yeah. That would just be the cherry yeah. on yeah. top of the Browns. And this season. guy said, "Just saw a two for 110 in a TD. Fuck boy." Jermaine Whitehead, don't get shot at, little bitch. Can you whoop my ass? Fuck football. Let me know when you need when you need the address. And then the guy clapped back with, "You probably miss." Uh, is he wrong? I mean, probably not. <laughs> no. Obviously, any professional athlete that plays in a contact sport is going to beat the crap out of your average Twitter shit poster. Yes. But you've already lost because you've stooped to his level. I mean, 
this is like if you're getting in in an argument with a, a shit poster, it's like the Mark Twain thing. You're never gonna convince an yeah, idiot no, that you're no, right. No, you're just gonna harm yourself yeah. by going down to his level. Well, I mean, this is this is like if Kevin Durant was like an asshole and talked like this and had nine million Twitter burner accounts. Or... Well, I mean, if if Jermaine Whitehead. Like, well, if Kevin, no, well, the difference there Durant, is that Kevin Durant is a uh, world, world class, class yeah. in his like given backup sport. safety. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is Kevin Durant maybe a little too sensitive? Oh, you you yeah. could definitely argue that. Yeah. Um, does he have a little more credibility when he says the things he says? Also, yes, yeah. unless he's you know talking about being having a strong lower body. <laughs> Yeah, well, or upper body. Um, Either way, really. But uh, Jermaine Whitehead also... So the fact, apparently, was that he did have a broken hand. Which, if he would have just said that and said, Look, Brownsons, I know you're disappointed, and I want you to know that I've, you know, I've been playing with a broken hand. Now, some might say, Oh, you're making excuses. But, really, you're playing with a broken hand. If you're missing tackles, it's not that surprising. No, yeah. If you just say that, yeah, sure, some eggs on Twitter might call you soft. But it's better than this. <laughs> Soft boiled eggs. Yes. Y- yeah. It's better than blowing up because you can't handle a journalist talking smack you, you and trying handle, to get a rise out of you. You can't handle eggs on Twitter. And then you do the exact thing that they want you to do. Yeah, no. All they want is for, is for you to reply to them saying, calling them a cracker and then they can just laugh at you because... Well, Congratulations, you've now made potentially their career. Yeah, you you made their night, and they're, they're just laughing at you. <laughs> probably mean, made their month. Maybe even made them a paycheck or two, to be honest. Now, that's kind of where I kind of want to end the NFL top uh, topic. I think that, you know... I think we've talked about just about everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, we can do a little bit of a look forward. Um, well, I think... but. Packers need to bounce back. That's really all I know about that. Packers need to bounce back. Raiders need to notch another win. Uh, They're playing the Chargers this week. So that game could go either way depending on what version of the Chargers shows up, I think. Yeah. Um, Worried about it. We'll see. Um, What do we want to move on to? I would like to discuss um, my Miami Heat. Playing against the Houston Rockets. Okay. That game was some of the most fun I've had watching the Heat play basketball. Is it because they were beating the Rockets or... Well, that and because it was just fun to watch. Okay. Um, for example, Miami outscored the Rockets 46-14 uh, to 14 in the first quarter. 46-14. to 14. Russell Westbrook had a minus 46 for the game. My, yeah. Um... Can I just say that this this Heat team is, since LeBron is the most fun I've ever had watching basketball, and honestly, it's more fun watching this team play basketball. It's just well, the LeBron team for winning championships. Yeah, I mean um, the way the way these guys are moving is impressive. I like the way they're passing. You, I thought for a second that I didn't watch this game and failed to do my job as the least informed uh, sports podcaster on the entire internet. We watched this game together. I, we did, we did. And he, bringing up the first quarter was all you needed to do to remind me of just how sad this Rockets team looked. 
Oh, Russell I mean, Westbrook in the first quarter was breaking shots. I mean, that's not really new, but yeah, it it was rough looking. I man, I respect what Mike D'Antoni has been trying to do the last while, especially with like the Suns and Steve Nash and all of that stuff. But I just God. don't think it works. No, I, or it's not sustainable. I mean, listen, you can, you know, I think that. When Charles Barkley said that a shooting team can't win a championship. I mean, he was wrong. Well, he was, (laughs) but this is the type of team he's talking about. This team can never win a championship. Yeah, that's fair. No. I mean, the Warriors were a completely different story. I mean, they had... Because aside from being a shooting team, they they were an efficient passing shooting team. Right. And it was just wide open shots. James Harden is just chucking up shots for no reason. Doing his patented double step shot, quadruple step jump, trying to trying to look for a foul, and then quickly kicking the defender in the shin to yeah. get contact. Yeah, um, yeah, it's lame. Um, didn't somebody get slapped with an embellishment foul that game? Is, is that, that was at the uh, SU game last night, dude? My memory is going. This is bad. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Now, can we please talk about the fact that Duncan Robinson was Miami's leading scorer in that game? I believe he had like seven threes. It was pretty fantastic. I'm still reeling from the fact that I mixed up SUU versus Bethesda. And <laughs> you're wrong. Speaking of SUU, SUU killed it last night. Good job, boys. You love to see it. Um... We haven't explained before, but obviously we go to that. Why else would you be watching a very small Cedar City University play an even smaller Christian university in from Anaheim, Anaheim California? <laughs> I mean, why not? Um, it was fantastic. There's this dude, Knight, uh, Knight the Second, I think, who plays for SUU. Dude balled out. Had Now, admittedly, some of them were goaltending, oh. but... He was slapping <laughs> shots away like they were mosquitoes. Yeah. It was so enjoyable. And he, and he had a, like a red mohawk that he... Yeah, he, that was he's got his great. hair wild, this dyed dude, bright red. Dude's a legend. Doing uh, one shoe red, one shoe white look. It was impressive. The entire team killed it. Um, it was awesome to finally have... College team. sports that we can go to that we enjoy. <laughs> since SUU's football team is horrible. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, there. You could look at the box scores for SUU. Not that you'd let's, ever get that let's bored. Not. But it's bad. It's real yeah. bad. And uh, yeah. And apparently, I am going senile or something eh, because know, I can't be, remember anything that like happened that. this week. Well, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about the heat a little bit, they are, they're playing the Suns tomorrow. Uh, oh, okay. In Phoenix, and then uh, on Friday they. Ooh, that's a that's a tough road trip. They uh. They play Phoenix in Phoenix, and, and they fly to L.A. to play the Lakers. That should be a That should very be fun. fun game. We'll have something to talk about next week. <laughs> yeah, that'll, be a, that'll be a really fun game. Uh, I think, you know, I'm not going to say that Miami's by any means a favorite in the East. I think they're top three. I think that Milwaukee and Philadelphia are more proven. More proven, although, have more star power. Although Ben Simmons left tonight's game with, I believe, someone with his right arm or elbow. Yeah. I mean, I don't really understand why he can get his elbow hurt or arm hurt because he didn't shoot. But uh, because of the way he plays and it's extremely physically intense and I don't think particularly sustainable. I mean, it's the NBA. It's not that physically demanding. I mean, sprinting, yes. I mean, if he's landing, uh, like, at any point, there's no way to make a landing, like, 
flat on the ground. I mean, it's a hardwood floor, so. Not hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. If you're going down making a layup, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Um, And also just the strain of never taking easy shots for the most part, needing to drive and create. Instead of, to be effective. You know, if Ben Simmons actually shot, he'd be a good player, and I might respect him I mean, it, it just needs some development. I think that if Ben Simmons has longevity in the NBA, that'll develop over time. He also did, Obviously, it's really fun to point and laugh. He also um, did say that he doesn't think he needs to... He, well, he said a couple, at least a year ago that he doesn't think he needs to develop a jump shot. I disagree, but... Well, I mean... I think yeah. the majority of people disagree. Um... But yeah, no, the Heat are the Heat are looking good. SUU's looking good, and apparently I can't tell them apart. Um, Both are close. I've read them. What? I, I guess. I mean, although one's one's one weak. is like deep, like burgundy, and the other is crimson. So, oops. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, the news about the Lakers this week, since. I feel like I should address this. Uh, AD was giving an interview at a high school or something. He gone. He uh, he was asked about uh, where he was planning on playing next year. He said, "I'll be a free agent. We'll see. We'll see." So he gone once again. Like I said earlier, in the opinion that I've held forever, and I think a lot of people have. Like, because you're fucking stupid. The, they gave away. Everything. So much for a one-year rental. Mm -hmm. And it's looking like it might not pan out. I I am praying it does not work out. I would really rather it did. However, if this humbles the Lakers organization (laughs) and makes them realize what they've been doing... It's run by the Bus family. They will never be humble. Okay, that's fair. But if it provides them the understanding that maybe they should seek some outside opinions instead of just relying on... Oh, we need box office players that, and we can smash. Why develop your young young core when you can? Just we can trade just it? smash free agents together when you can and trade, they'll play when you can well, trade right? For a guy who's been hurt most of his career, and we can have a revolving and door of coaching without that creating huge problems. No, no, if, yeah, no, that'll be great. No, it's, it's not like the good teams have a consistent coaching staff or anything. No, no, uh, that aren't comprised mostly of. Agents. It's, it's not like Spoh's been, been with the Heat for 20 plus years. Or, I mean, pick some. Or, like, pop with the Spurs to for an even better example. I, you know, it's hilarious to laugh at the Lakers because, well, I live, I live in LA. Because they're the most nose-in-the-air franchise there is in all of sports, the, for the most part. I'm... It's close. It's, it's between them... Well, I would say the Yankees, but at least the Yankees have been good. And they've also been classy yeah. recently. Hmm. That was the one thing that came out of the Strohs beating the Yankees to advance to the World oh, Series was how classy the Yankees were. Yeah, it's, you know, it's more that I hate New York sports fans, but good God, I would, I much, I much prefer the Yankees than the Astros. It's, especially with all that stuff about the reporter. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you hate to see people thinking that uh, not respecting women is okay. It's it's really great when you see, when you see people uh, saying that domestic violence is okay. 
Or cheering when a known domestic abuser has been signed by your team because of his athletic ability. Mm. It's a bad look. Yeah, it's it was really great seeing uh, Osuna blow a save to the Yankees in Game 7. Uh, unfortunately, you love to see unfortunately Houston ended up winning that game. But it's okay because the Nationals uh, kicked the shit out of them and it was great. It's okay because karma just took a little longer. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, I, I, you know, so, I, I really wish I didn't hate a lot of Texas teams as much as I do, because I never thought I'd ever hate a team in Texas more than I did a New York team, but well, here we are. Here we are with you hating the Astros, huh? I mean, I've hated the Astros, but this season has just completely... So in your sports wall of hatred, where are the Rockets? Because um, you don't seem to like them much either. No, I do not. Um, they're... I'd say partial podcast, by the way. If, listen, man. I'm just going to be honest with who I hate and who I like. Uh, I'd say number one is probably the Vikings. Okay, well, divisional rival, injured your golden boy. Yeah. Stole, well, not stole, but took your golden boy that you had before him. Mm, Yeah, Uh, we don't talk about that. No, we do talk about that. No, we don't. We talk about Um, that. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) I think after after Minnesota, it's probably the Cowboys. It's funny because the Bears really aren't that high on my list of hatred. Because I, because I've. Would you say that you have more hatred for football teams than any other sport? Uh, Houston. The see the Astros are really high up there though, so I don't know. Okay. Um, I'd say the Astros are ahead of. I mean, the Astros are definitely ahead of the Patriots. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, the funny thing is, most of these teams is that you hate their fans more than the teams. Oh themselves. no, it's it's true. Although, well, yeah, pretty much. It's because like, you know, because I respect Brady, I, res- I respect the hell out of Belichick, um, but just it's New England fans. Ew. Yeah, um, Tom Brady. I mean, it's the same as hating sixteen-year-olds who get you know Range Rovers as their first car. I, I think it's the exact same thing. What? <laughs> It's really easy to wish a silver spoon was made out of nickel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think that for the most part, I guess the yeah, football teams are more high, you know, are higher up. But uh, you know, there's also the Sharks. I think the Sharks are probably number one for me. Understandable. Uh, Understandable. You know, um, and I'm sure Sharks fans feel the same way about Knights fans. But when I look at Sharks fans, I see a bunch of uh, classless Neanderthals. Yeah, uh, basically. Who have had less success in 20 years than the Knights have had in two. Ooh, so... How is that? that and, that uh, oh, oh, where are the uh, Sharks in the Pacific this year? Oh, probably not good. Oh, oh. Well, neither, could, neither the Ducks, but it's could, okay. Could the, could the Sharks just maybe, no. maybe perhaps... Could the Sharks be in the second to last in the Pacific? Behind who? The Kings. Bruh. Really? I didn't realize they were that bad. I mean, yeah. Good God. That now, makes me unfortunately, so happy. I'm kind of spitting from a very low balcony here. Well. Because the Knights have kind of been on a slide recently. They've blown two uh, two goal lead games. Obviously, they bounced back and won, um, but they're right in the middle of the pack for the Pacific. So, the Ducks are the third worst team in the Pacific, which is not great, but the Ducks are the, Ducks are the third worst team in the Pacific and eight points ahead of the Sharks. That's a big divide. <laughs> 
Although the Ducks are only... The Ducks are actually only three points behind Edmonton for the for first place in the in the Pacific. So it's actually yeah, it's, not... Yeah, it, it's closer it's packed very, at the top. Yeah. So you have good teams up at the top, and then you have the Sharks and the Knights. You mean or, the Kings. I mean the Sharks and the Kings. Don't talk shit about the team. How could how, I? How could you... Ref- oh. Again, my mental state is rapidly Speaking deteriorating. Speaking of which, the Ducks are playing the Oilers on Sunday. Excellent. So we'll that. see how that goes. I we, hope you win. We will, uh, It'll bring them closer to us. I mean, not quite, because, you know, actual success. Uh, yeah, that's fair. You know, there's not that many hockey teams I really Quantifiable hate. Quantifiable success. Yeah, well, oh. Well, see, I don't hate the Bruins because their arch rivals are the Montreal Canadiens and... <laughs> Fuck them. I mean, Canadian hockey teams in general, I think you have a strong dislike of. I mean, well, Edmonton and Calgary are both in the Pacific Division, so yeah. That's fair. And then Vancouver... Again, arrogant Canadian fans thinking that they're good when they're dog shit. And then uh, Winnipeg. When who... an expansion team has been to the been <laughs> closer to winning a Stanley Cup. Although Winnipeg, and... you know, Winnipeg, I actually don't mind because their fans are really passionate and they they seem like they're very classy fans. Although I will always remember that it was uh, Ducks and Jets in a playoff series, and I guess the mic cut out during the U.S. National Anthem and the entire Winnipeg Jets Arena sang the National Anthem. I mean, that is cool. That was cool. That's cool. That that was really cool. So, the Jets, I don't mind, but most other Canadian teams, eh. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, I guess that's about it for hockey, then, because we've talked about the only teams we care about. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the Ducks aren't horrible. The Ducks Yippee. aren't horrible. What are we? I mean, we already talked about baseball. Wow, we're actually kind of moving quick for once. Wow, wow, wow. and we've barely stayed on topic as usual. As usual, because we start in like football or whatever, and then all of a sudden, it's, oh, who who do you hate? Meta podcasting. Um, now there is one thing I forgot to say about the uh, NBA. Oh boy. Uh, obviously, oh, uh, everything we've talked about in the NBA is irrelevant up to this point because mm-hmm. we've yet to see the only rookie that matters. That's right. It's time for Zay Watch, the most hated and worst thought out segment on the air right now. Zion Williamson, um, I was talking about this earlier today. Whenever he is, he gets healthy. I've decided to lay down a very conservative estimate that uh, he's going to go 40, 20, and 20 uh, fresh off. Only with, 40? Yeah. Well, yeah. 40, 20, and 20 uh, well, he, uh, because he's, he's got pa- to pass the ball, right, to get oh, 20 yeah, assists. Yeah. Um, the 40 is going to come on uh, – uh, he's going to be 100% from the field, uh, 100% uh, – 4 for 4 from the three-point line. 4 for 4. 4 for 4. <laughs> 4 for 4 from the three-point line uh, and get all of the rest of his points on uh, 300 or 360 dunks – no um, scope. Uh, spread legs over people in the lane, stuff like that. Um, it's going to be brutal. Uh, he's going to kill everyone. He's going to win Rookie of the Year and MVP. And most improved player. And most improved player. And Defensive Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, you're right. Cause he's and, co- al- and Coach of the Year. Because he's also going to have 10 blocks and yeah. 10 steals yeah. in his debut, whenever it is that is. Um, and as I'm sure all of you are dying to know, uh, Zion Williamson today ate a sandwich. Uh, I think you guys really need the minute-to-minute. Uh, he's doing well with his recovery. Once again, true hero. 
Uh, more so than any dog chasing down terrorists huh. or anything like that. Bless that good dog. Uh, 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 more of a hero than that. Mm. More, more of a hero than just about anybody you could come up but with. I mean, he's... I will say. Greater than Superman. Come on well, now. Obviously. ESPN and Bleacher Report wouldn't lie to me. He's the only thing that matters in life. Um, now, and I'm, I'm running I out will, of super. I will, I, will, I will challenge you. Okay. Zion is practically God. Basically, yeah, but yeah. he is not. When you die and go to heaven, you see Zion, and, and you see, yeah, Zion is literally molded in the image of God Himself. Although, I will say, I don't think he's better than a dog. Wrong. Um, I think he is. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, I think, no. I think, I think the dogs are. No, I, I think you're wrong. No. I think that Zion is the best thing to happen to the world since Jesus. Um, he is Jesus. Well, fuck you, mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. Uh, as we all know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. It's so nice that he sent us uh, a, an athletic incarnation this time to yam on every single fool in the NBA. Um, and I think that concludes this Zaywatch segment because I'm already so blasphemous <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know if there's anything much worse I can say. This is satire. Uh, oh, yeah. I gotta make that disclaimer. Gotta, gotta make that crystal clear. I, if you haven't picked up on it at this point, you then just then you're the type of person who challenges people to fights on Twitter <laughs> at your team's practice facility. Yeah, sounds, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so um, uh, we're we're gonna get to uh, get to a bit where um, this will probably end the podcast. To where be I make Michael so angry he leaves again. Correct. So. ISM is this week. Uh, it's the uh, final round of uh, eight. Yep, round of eight. And, uh, and, and the NASCAR playoffs. Last round of the playoffs. playoffs. Playoffs? I was just in Phoenix recently. I wish I could have gone to the ISM race, although... Uh, pretty while, cool racetrack. Pretty cool racetrack. While I was uh, walking through like a shopping center down in Phoenix, uh, they had a whole stand set up for the ISM race. Now... Uh, they brought out a tra- uh, an actual uh, car, which I thought was really cool. Until you saw the car. Until I saw that it was a number 19 Toyota Camry. <laughs> yes. I cannot imagine anything that would have made me more upset other than maybe just a straight-up Bass Pro 19 or a Napa 9. Ew. Or, or, an, yeah. or a Nationwide 88. If it was a Nationwide 88, I probably would have spit on it, to be honest. Well... Um, <clears throat> it's good that you didn't. It, it's good that I didn't. I, I was just upset and disgusted. Um, Understandable. Now, obviously, the big concern going into ISM is uh, <clears throat> a certain NASCAR golden boy, a one Chase Elliott. Chase uh, Elliott, am I right? <sighs> wow. Really hitting hard there. Uh, Chase Elliott is uh, right on the bubble. He's going to have to win at ISM. Yeah, no, Chase is a, is a uh, winner. You know, win or lose situation. Some might say this could make for a game, game seven, seven moment. moment. Oh man, I've gotten him to embrace it. it it's only to hide the pain. It, it's only to hide the pain of <laughs> uh, a a motorsport attempting to emulate a stick and ball or just ball sport. Yeah. Um, because God forbid a unique. God forbid uh, motorsports be motorsports. God for, yeah, trying to make motorsports into sports. It's never going to pan out. That said, um, if Chase Elliott wins this week, I think Michael's alcohol bill is going to triple. Well, considering it was zero for the past two weeks, I mean, 
you know, <laughs> you know it. It yeah, it's gonna go, it's gonna go way up, but hopefully that doesn't happen. Although if the Packers lose and Chase Elliott wins, oh boy, it'll be a fun Sunday. Now I've got to admit, as uh, as all of the zero. Uh, uh, faithful listeners of this podcast know I am starting Christian McCaffrey this week. The Packers are trash against the run. They are. Uh, you guys are probably going to get scorched. It's a question of whether you can keep up with that consistency. We got Aaron Rodgers. I think we're, I think we're okay. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, you know. Also, Carolina Panthers. Cam Noon, done for the year. Probably, oh, yeah, yeah. Probably, Where do you think Cam's going to end up? How uh, could I forget about this? This was something I actually wanted to speculate on. I'll guarantee, I'll guarantee you in two years he's new, in New England. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I would I would not like that. No one would, but... No one would. I think... I mean, okay, so where does he end up? Uh, well... Where really need... I would say Denver, but John Elway has a type. So, and he is not his type. And Cam Newton is not his type for... I one mean, reason. One very good reason, but I don't really I mean, want to wait. Cam, Cam's very tall and has a very strong arm. But I don't want to wait too far into what that last criteria is. He's black. Oh, oh God. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, where else desperately do you need a quarterback? <laughs> I mean, Chicago. Well, uh, ooh, I don't like that either. No, because then Chicago might actually be decent. I don't think I like any of the answers, um, to be honest. I mean, I think that uh, the Chargers, maybe? You really think? I, I don't. You well, think old man Rivers is gonna hang it up after this season? Maybe not this season, but I'm just thinking of places Cam might want because Cam. That's not, a that's a lot of money to pay for a backup. I mean, well, Cam doesn't want to go to Buffalo. I mean, I don't. He, he think, doesn't want to. He wouldn't want to go to Washington. I feel like that would also be short sighted by Buffalo. I mean, yeah, yeah I, Josh Allen ain't the best, but he's, he's not bad. serviceable. I mean, I think that maybe if Sam Darnold doesn't work out. I mean, I, I wow. think. I think uh, I, well, I guess it also depends. I think Cam wants to go to a bigger city. That's I'm. I'm trying to think of bigger city teams. Yeah, he's more of an urban boy. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think you know Cam's fashion. I think that he's more maybe more inclined. <laughs> that could be. Um, yeah, I could see L.A. I mean, if Jared Goff becomes a total liability, scary to think I, I about. Mean, he just he just signed a 134 million dollar contract. So he's yeah, it'd be rough to stick him. Uh, that far back, you'd be looking at like a uh, Chris Paul type of situation. Um, but lol, yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's probably not it. Um, I don't know. I, I guess the the problem is I just don't know what team is in the hunt for a quarterback that I would actually want him to be at. Or where I would want him to be. Yeah, I... You know. And also, do you think Jameis Winston is leaving after this year? I mean, I I would think so. Do you think they're just going to swap one hyper-athletic quarterback for another in Tampa Bay? Uh, I mean, I don't think Cam's going to Tampa, but... That's fair. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think that... You know, it's all speculation at this point, but I just... I, I see Cam being in a bigger market... But, you know. Okay. We'll find out. I mean, I mean, I guess that's something to bring up since Kyle Allen uh, kind of shook it off from last week. I think he was uh, one touchdown, two interceptions, and like 200 yards or something like that, which is not great. But, again, yeah. rookie quarterback, he's got time to develop. And exactly. it seems like, based on what we've seen early, he'll, he's not bad. he'll be serviceable be and probably also cheaper. 
Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, so that, that I can understand that from a certain standpoint. Uh, yeah. It does a better job of spreading the ball out, as some defenders have attested to playing against the Panthers, because the yeah. main the, a lot of them wish that Cam was still there because it was basically his him and McCaffrey on offense. I mean. McCaffrey is the Panthers' offense. Mc- so. McCaffrey is the Panthers' offense. He's making a McCaffrey's great, the Panthers. He's making a great, um, a great case for being like an MVP as a halfback, which a white halfback. Okay, even rarer, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I think uh, real quick. I think to end this, uh, Homestead's in a couple weeks. I don't know who the hell's going to happen. I think the playoffs are stupid, but. We'll see. Uh, my personal hope, obviously, is that uh, uh, Joey Logano demolishes Martin Truex or something like that. I'd love to see a lot of drama at Homestead uh, since they're trying to make uh, the Game last race of the season moment. such a spectacle. I would really like to see one. I'd like to see just a Is the package going to let that happen? Probably not. No, package is the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh yeah, I mean, I think I think that you know I think one person that a lot of NASCAR fans say this and a lot of people say this, but if Kyle Larson wins or gets into the final four, that dude loves the high line. And Home said, if you can run the high line, you're gonna be quick. It's true. So I if, mean, that could happen. If Larson if Larson gets into Home said, he's a he's a dark horse. Which again, he probably, that'd be cool. He probably shouldn't have been in because he wasn't consistent all year. Hmm. But, but that's not the playoffs. Point, is Consistency is not what matters. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, it's being clutch in. that matters now. Yeah, because you know, NASCAR, or getting a lucky break. But Na- what's Na- the difference? NASCAR, right? NASCAR is now saying you know they're trying to make it a stick and ball sport. They're saying, oh, you win, you're into the playoffs. So basically, what they're saying is, unless you go zero and sixteen in the NFL, you should be a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that the Redskins deserve a shot at the wild card this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, I th- I think that am I slowly morphing into uh, somebody with severe uh, DUI issues that's only in the place he is because of his father, Brian. Brian Francis, is that you? What? Yeah, no. I think the Redskins and the Browns and the Jets and the Dolphins all deserve a shot at uh, wild carding into the playoffs. I agree. Yeah, uh-huh. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they only need a lucky break. And and in fact, to make it even better, um, what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna kind of uh, strip uh, some of the competition away. Uh-oh. Um. So uh, obviously they'll make it to the wild card. But it will be determined by a best-of-seven game of rock, paper, scissors. Perfect. Rather than actually playing. That sounds That sounds excellent. Yeah, yeah. So, sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, well, in all actuality, obviously, I, I don't like the current state of NASCAR, but it is what it is. I'll still watch it. Why I, do we always end up back here? I still find it entertaining, but... Somehow. I mean, it's racing. But, uh, sort of. Yeah. I think that's all I got this week. I came in so unprepared and I mean, clearly jumbled up. The only time we prepared was the first episode, and that was probably uh, not great. But Yeah, but w- w- when during the last three podcasts have either of us mixed up a g- college game we saw in person and <laughs> an NBA game? Uh, that, uh, yeah. We were there in place yeah, well, you know. 
Or that we were watching on our projector. Oops. In our little basement dungeon. Yes. <laughs> uh, we are n- we are trolls. We <laughs> in every sense of the word. Yes. Uh and I think on that note, it's probably time to end this. Uh, I'm only going to say stupider and stupider stuff the longer we go. And, uh, I, and I didn't storm out this time. And I've utterly failed at making Michael angry enough. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'll try harder next week. Good it luck with probably that. won't be that difficult. I'll just bring no. up Brett Favre playing better for the Vikings than he did for the Packers. 